This is Partners in Practice, a weekly series dedicated to the evolving field of the advanced practice clinician. Here is your host physician assistant, Lisa DeAndre Linnell. The Netherlands is among the many countries with a growing shortage of healthcare professionals and an increasing demand for medical services. To meet these needs, the Dutch healthcare system is looking to physician assistance and the development and implementation of PA programs in the Netherlands. My guest today is physician assistant Lupo Kalman. Lupo is a lecturer at Hanse University Groningen in the Netherlands. His PhD work includes investigating the deployment of PAs in the Netherlands. Next to his PhD research, he has a strong international orientation and is among a few scholars at the forefront of research regarding the globalization of the PA workforce. He is with us today via Skype discussing physician assistants and their integration into the Netherlands healthcare system. Hi, Lupo. Welcome to Partners in Practice. Hello, Lisa. Thank you for having me on the show. Lupo, could you start by explaining the way healthcare is currently delivered in the Netherlands? Well, it's, I think, quite similar to the U.S. When patients have a health problem, they go to their general practitioner. And if the complexity of the medical problems reaches a certain stage where specialist care is required, the GP will refer them to the hospital. Is there any national health care in the Netherlands? There is national health care, yes, of course. Our insurance is private, but regulated by the government. And so enter in the physician assistants. Why did the Dutch government decide to develop PAs? Around the turn of the century, so to say the year 2000, a tremendous lack of doctors was predicted. And one way to overcome this problem was by simply introducing PAs. So why the Netherlands and why now? Well, not now, so about 10 years ago. And why the Netherlands is because we face a population which is growing older than before. And we have a baby boomer generation of medical doctors that will retire as soon. So we're in the need of a health provider that can perform medical care next to the medical doctor. So it sounds very similar to the United States. It's similar, yes. So how many PAs are currently working in the Netherlands? We have about 300 graduates by now and another 300 students compared to about 66,000 physicians clinically active. And who employs the PAs? The PAs, they work in primary care, so then they are employed by the general practitioners, and when they work in hospitals, it's via uh, the hospitals and their medical specialists. So as far as utilization, is there a split, or do you see the majority of them working in a primary care setting? No, I think the largest part they work in, in specialty care, so in hospitals. So tell us about PA education model. Is it hooked up with the medical universities? Is it separate? How is the model and what education programs are available in the Netherlands? There are five programs by now, one in Amsterdam, one in Rotterdam, one in Utrecht, one in Nijmegen, and the last, our university in Groningen. Um, They are universities of applied sciences, and the program is dual which means that the students are employed at the day of enrollment. So they start working within a certain medical specialty. They get their generalist training as a PA at the university. And during week time, when they are at work, they learn within their medical specialty. And how long are the programs? Two and a half years. And is it a master's degree setting? Correct. It's a master's degree, yes. So in the United States, we have certification. Do you have certification for PAs in the Netherlands? Once our students graduate, they have their master's degree, but we don't have a certification examination. We have a requirement to fulfill the CME, so the continuing medical education, and we have to collect 200 credits each for five years. 
Are PAs legally recognized in the Netherlands? PAs are not legally recognized yet, but as soon we will have an experimental registration. And then we also are enabled to prescribe medication. And this experimental period will be for five years, which also includes title protection and preceding medical tasks, which normally are only conducted by medical doctors. Prior to PA starting in 2000, 2001, were there any pilot programs there? There was a pilot program, as far as I can recall, that took off in uh, the Leiden University. As far as I know, it was a cardiothoracic surgeon who did a fellowship or maybe did his training in the U.S. and uh, saw PAs working along medical doctors, and he said, let's try it in the Netherlands as well. And then he took off with four nurses and skilled them to a higher level. And these may be the professionals prior to PA implementation. What about prescription privileges? Do PAs have that ability now? Well, as soon as we get the experimental registration as a PA, we will have, indeed. So what obstacles do the physician assistants face in the Netherlands currently? Obstacles we face still is public unawareness and also unawareness among the majority of medical doctors, and especially the unawareness about our uh, skills and knowledge. I think that's quite a challenge for the coming years to overcome. And is there a plan for public awareness or medical provider awareness? Not yet, but I think it's a, a task for as well our association, the Netherlands Association of PAs, as well the educators in the Netherlands, to create awareness make billboards, for example. Just go out on the street, for example, and say, hey, listen, there are PAs as well. What about nurse practitioners? Do they practice there? We have nurse practitioners. Nurse practitioners mainly perform categorical care within a certain medical specialty. So they are on the top in the pyramid of their nursing domain, whereas the PA is at the basic level of medicine. And that's a clear distinction, theoretically. In practice, there are many NPs, nurse practitioners, who perform PA profiles. So, for example, at our university, we enroll annually a few students who are nurse practitioners and who want to advance to the PA level, and they still have to complete for one and a half year towards their PA degree. And what is the relationship between PAs and NPs? The relationship is that they are both trained at a master's degree. Do they work together? They work together, I think maybe even at the same ward, the same specialty. But again, whereas MPs are supposed to do just a part within the medical specialty, PAs should do the whole medical specialty uh, within the scope of practice of their supervisors. But yeah, that's a problem because MPs were uh, introduced to the health system as a first solution to overcome the medical workforce shortage. Then secondly, the PAs were introduced And so it's at least a mix which sometimes does not fit to the answer. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Partners in Practice on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, and I'm Skyping with physician assistant Lupo Kalman, faculty at Hans University Groningen in the Netherlands, and we're discussing physician assistants and their integration into the Netherlands healthcare system. So, Lupo, what is the plan for integrating PAs into the healthcare system? Is there one? The plan, of course, is that we need to overcome this medical workforce shortage in the coming years, as many other countries, and our government sees that we face this problem of a huge lack of medical doctors. 
So there is a state funding, our Ministry of Education, as well our Ministry of Health. They spent money on this project to implement PAs in the healthcare system. So going back to the NPs, do you think that the PAs will eclipse the development of NPs in the Netherlands? I think eclipse is a huge word. Both are needed. We need highly specialized nurses. We call the nurse practitioners. Uh, They are nurse specialists. They will have a specialist registration within our uh, law. Um, Whereas also within the medical domain, more hands at the bat are needed. So to say, assisting the workload of the medical doctors. So that's the distinction, I think. Well, what about doing more studies? Are you involved in any current studies about the workflow of PAs there? I did a willingness study. This study was also done in Australia and Canada. It has a simple question whether patients are willing to be seen by a physician assistant. The numbers are nearly too good to believe because a majority of the patients, over 90% in Australia, in Canada, and as well the Netherlands, patients are willing to be seen by a physician assistant instead of a medical doctor. And it appears that they just choose the convenience over time compared to the type of provider. I actually read that study, and there was one that was done a few years back that was very similar, and the results were quite different. What was your take on that? Well, my take on that, this was a study, I think you mentioned a study did by Larkin. Mm -hmm. As far as I've understood this study, patients were told that these practitioners, they were NPs, PAs, and junior residents, could practice without supervision, and then the willingness rates, they declined. I think that's the reason. Because the study you were involved in, this one was all based on time and convenience. And it was very interesting how if you added time, people were more than willing to see a PA over an MD. I thought that was interesting. Correct. A huge limitation was that we did not equalize the time slots. So we didn't have a waiting time one-to-one. So that might be a challenge for future research. Yeah. So you also teach in the United States, in Kentucky. How is the education model there, for you personally, different than how you're teaching in the Netherlands? Not only in Kentucky, but as far as I know, in the United States, you have a didactic year and a clinical year, depending on the length of the program, of course. But it's a clear split within the program. In the Netherlands, we have a different system. We mix our clinical and didactics, like I explained. We have a dual system. Students come back to the university one day a week. And there they get exposed to the theory which they need to know. And another difference between our system and the U.S. is that all our students are required to have a bachelor's degree in health-related science. So nursing, physiotherapist, medical imaging, nutrition, etc. And they also need a clinical experience prior to enrollment of at least two years. So we have providers who know how to treat a patient and also students who have a basic knowledge already about anatomy, physiology, pathophysiology. So we immediately can invest in the process of clinical reasoning next to, of course, deepening the knowledge about the medical field. So when this was developed, the programs were developed there, did you look at other PA programs around the world to see what was working and what wasn't working? Or was it based more on a healthcare model that you currently have in place there? Well, we were in an immediate demand of workforce, so that's why we did the dual system. But sure, many authorities from the U.S. were consulted, like Professor Coley, Hooker, Rick Roars, Ken Harbert. Many PA educators were consulted in those years. 
we took benefit of this, I think. Well, that's smart. You know, we all should be learning from each other because there certainly are many PA programs popping up all over. You're involved in a lot of international PA growth. What do you see going on in PA development in the world right now? Well, we just got a, a paper accepted in the Journal of Physician Assistant Education where we just did a inventorization of the major players in the field, the five PA countries, so the U.S., of course, Canada, the United Kingdom, Australia, and the Netherlands. And the trend in all these countries is that they estimate to grow in the coming years. So that's good. Lately, I had a keynote address in India. And India, they also have PAs where it took off with highly specialized PAs in cardiothoracic surgery and now growing towards a more generalist approach. Um, also, Ghana in Africa, they started a PA program, a bachelor's degree in 2008, so they will also graduate uh, their students as soon, or maybe they already even did. It's like an oil stain, the PA profession, and I think it's good to monitor all those initiatives, not even to mention all the PA-like professions in the world. So what is your prediction for physician assistants in the Netherlands, say, 10 years from now? I hope we have doubled our workforce. I hope we still have the funding because we need funding to train our PAs appropriately. And I think there will be more awareness about the benefits of a medical task reallocation. Either it's via the NP or the PA, but yeah, NP is the specialist nursing care and the PA is at the basic of medical care. And where can the listeners get more information about PAs in the Netherlands? And if there are any U.S. PAs who might want to learn Dutch, where should they go for information? They should go to the website of our national association. It's www.napa.nl. Is that a, a Netherlands PA association? Correct. Yes, yes, great, great. How long has that been in place? I think as the first cohort of students graduated, it took off by proactive students who thought, okay, it's nice that we have our degree, but now we should also get organized. And they started the Netherlands Association of Physician Assistants. That's fantastic. Well, Lupo, thank you so much for coming on the show and filling us in about the growth of PAs in the Netherlands. We're very excited to see how things move forward. I hope my English was okay and your listeners will understand my words. You did a great job. I'd like to thank my guest, Lupo Coleman, for bringing us up to date with the PA's role in the Netherlands and the continuing growth of the PA profession worldwide. You've been listening to Partners in Practice on ReachMD. You can download this program and any other program in our library at ReachMD.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening.